The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Oh, he's all over at this hour. Good morning, everybody. Hour two, Friday. We did it. We made it to the weekend, everybody. August 18. 15 days away from a Sooner kickoff. This show brought to you by the River Wind. It's going to do 100 degrees today. And this will be the coolest day of the weekend. 105 Saturday, 104 Sunday. Be a big cement pond weekend around here, I believe. Teach. Um, you want to hear from the Missouri kid? You care? Last night? Yes, I would like. Uh, your sneezing fit hit me this hour. Sorry. Uh, that'd be great. Be. Yes, let's hear from him. This audio is not great, so I reserve the right to end it. You just tell me if you can't hear it, okay? This is our, our buddy Travis uh, Davidson was there last night, and he and some. I think it's, I hear Hoover and Stoya. They had a little media scrum Gang, with. They ganged up on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they Get over here, Williams. Chased him down in the hallway and pinned him into the corner and said, answer for yourself. So uh, if you weren't with us the first hour, the Missouri kid who committed to Missouri last week had a scrimmage in Tulsa last night, at which he wore OU gloves and cleats. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, he's asked about that and just about his decision to go to Missouri and stuff. Again, I apologize for the audio. It's, it's like iPhone audio, but here you go. Missouri, why was it Missouri, and how do you feel about that? Uh, really, I felt like I was just most comfortable with that coaching staff. And, you know, it's close to home and all that, so I felt like it was the right decision for me at the time. What's like about Oklahoma? I understand that they were real close kind of on down the stretch. Yes, sir. Uh, mostly just my relationships. You know, when it comes to Travis, when it comes to Travis, I probably had another one of my best relationships with them. It was just, it was always love from the coaching staff. You know, I like the scheme there and all that. I'll be up there. Just, you know, How emotional was that decision for you when you finally had to make it? It was, it was, it was very emotional. You know, one of the hardest decisions I've ever made. But, I just had to do what I feel with the best for me. Is there anybody that you leaned on for advice about recruiting and making that final decision? Because I've heard a couple of times other people say, this is harder than I thought it would be. Yeah, definitely. My family. Ted Tobin. Coach Moody had a big say in my decision. He guided me throughout the whole process. My family and my coach. We saw you wearing the Oklahoma gloves and cleats tonight. Uh, how long have you had those? Uh, since my, since my whole year. So, sometime in June. Yeah. So, you're wearing the Oklahoma tie. Yeah. It's not like anybody's going to read any messages into it, is it? 
Like they're still recruiting you, and you're still thinking about OU. Uh, yeah, they're still recruiting me and all that, and I'm gonna let it, I'm gonna let everything play out. You know, let the whole season play out, but you know, I'm committed to Mizzou. Though, but, you know. But wearing OU, OU stuff is cool. Yeah, yeah. just have fun with it. Kind of a tribute. Yeah, yeah, just have fun with it. You know, showing love and all that. What's it uh, like uh, playing next to Kamari Moore? Obviously, OU fans have gotten uh, acquainted with him lately. Talk to us about him. Uh, he's a great player. You know, he, he clears stuff up for me. You know, it's, it's great playing next to him. You know, he makes things easier for me. Yeah. All right, there you go. Yeah, some of it you couldn't really make out, but mm-hmm. yeah, you could you could get the important parts. So, um, yeah, there's some uh, waffling going on there. I think. Think so? Yeah. You think the door's open? I think the door's open. I think the uh, I think it's a confused kid that is the number one most high pro- high profile kid in the country, and like any seventeen eighteen year old kid is a little confused, feels a little pressured by family, feels a little pressured by uh, fan bases, and uh, I think he's struggling with a little bit of a decision there. Well, he picked Missouri over us. Obviously, he's confused. <laughs> well, Teach. that's why that's easy for me to say. Like, what if it would have been opposite? Say he announced for OU and came out Missouri gloves last that night. That ball game. Oh, yeah. So, you know. It would have caused a stir. Yeah, it would have. So, like, it doesn't make sense. I got to show some love. They're still recruiting me. Now I realize who he was scrimmaging against and everything, but it didn't, doesn't make sense. Like, like, if you were that committed and said that on that day, like, this is where I'm going, I, there won't be any uh, decommitting or however he – phrased it that day that he made the announcement and then you show up like that and then give that type of answer and that tells me that kid's struggling still with a decision yeah i have no idea i'm not uh i you know as i've said this is not my world it does when i saw that this morning i thought huh interesting It, it does make you wonder if missouri has a bad year the ou defense you know Flips the script this year, and they're looking great. Maybe the Rolling Stone commits. Doesn't and some Missouri other guys. have a bad year every year? <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> what, no. What's considered good for them this year? That well, he's like, they Man, have look played at that. in two SEC championships. They have. They have. Let's and they had their run in the uh, in the Big Twelve a little bit. So, um, let's see what they've. Yeah, but I mean, Drinkwitz needs a good year probably to save his job. Let me see what the year-by-year uh, year has been recently here. How dare you be that mean to Missouri football, TJ? That wasn't this mean. Is not, that, this honesty, is not Texas A&M we're sorry, talking about. Sorry if I was honest. Okay, here we go. I'm going from last year backwards, okay? I'm going most recent, 2022, 6-7, six 6-7, and 5-5. Seven, six and seven, five and five. That's the drink wits era. Prior to that, six and six. This is Barry Odom. Six and six, eight and five, seven and six, four and eight. That was the Odom era. Last year, the Pinkle era, 2015, five and seven. And then before that, the two years that they played for the SEC title, they went 11 and three in 2014, 12 and two in 2013. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight straight years they have lost at least five games. They've lost between five and eight games in eight straight years. Mediocre 
in the SEC. I would say mediocre is is Mm -hmm. about as kind as you can be. They have finished no higher than third in the East over that time span. Yeah. So So that year, in other words, that year OU had last year, Armageddon. Is every that's year at Missouri year, over year. the last That's what I'm saying. Game, like, basically. what's a bad year for them? Isn't that just normal? I mean, yeah. so, yeah. We'll see well, how it goes. Well, yeah, they don't, they don't uh, well, this kid or otherwise, they don't show signs of life that he's got this thing going in a different direction this year than they're going to go in a different direction, I would think. Uh, anyway, we'll see. I mean, that was a p- big for them, huge. I mean, that in-state kid, they had to get him. They got him. And, uh, you know, man, there's, there's, maybe maybe it'll get the ball rolling for them, and they'll put together a, a really big class. I think right now they're still 40th or something like that. So, uh, Teddy Teddy headed to uh, uh, Metallica tonight. By the, Oh, Metallica and Pantera, Pantera tonight. Pantera, yeah. Boy, what a show that's going to be, huh? How about that crowd? Just in his element, man. I wonder if he's got mosh pit tickets. Um, I don't. I hope not. <laughs> he would hurt somebody. <laughs> Can you imagine being in a mosh pit and seeing Teddy Lehman next to you? <laughs> oh, oh. Another thing I heard on that uh, that podcast, by the way, the other day, I don't want to keep circling back to this feud, but you reminded me of something else I have to bring up the po- on the podcast, right, which I enjoy. I listen to it every week, uh, but I think it was Stoya that said, if this thing comes down to an anchorman fight, uh, I like our guys, meaning Team Scoop or whatever, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. To which I thought, you want to think that through? There's <laughs> a butt kiss award winner on the other side. You want to think that through? Well, I think he's talking the two recruiting sites, so Teddy wouldn't be involved in that fight. Oh, yeah, uh, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot funnier in my head. I'm, try- <laughs> I'm just, I'm picturing the two sides. Of the people that I can think of quickly off the top of my head. And I think I'm, Teddy shows up anyway. I think Teddy I mean, probably Teddy shows, shows up and clears up and out the whole, back. clears out both sides. <laughs> they, the scoopers come around the corner. Here comes Thune and Drum, and they're all, you know, bad. And then, like, ten seconds later, here comes Teddy around the corner behind them. <laughs> and Eddie goes, Meet our new inside run! analyst. Run! Run! Anyway, that's enough of that. Right, look, none of the guys, scoop TJ. people are running very please, far. Come on, get real. Talking. Hey, huge news yesterday, T. Huge! I mean, I don't know if this came out yesterday or not. I just saw it. Chick-fil-A is releasing a new sandwich. What? Yes, for the first time in nine years, Chick-fil-A has a new sandwich. The honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich. Oh, I did see this the other day. Yeah. No? No. No, thank you. I don't like pimento cheese, the look of it, the smell of it, the taste of it. No, thank you. My wife agrees with you wholeheartedly. It is one of the great arguments of our now 
28 years of marriage together. It's amazing. The woman you're married to and the guy you do a radio show, how much the two of us are actually alike. So Yeah, you're basically the same person. <laughs> she hates pimento cheese. I do too, man. I can't stand the look of it. Like ugh. She says it's a texture thing. Uh-huh. I think it's fantastic. I love it. And this sounds amazing. Honey pepper. I like both those things. Pimento. Love that. Chick-fil-A sandwich. This might be the greatest sandwich of all time. It sounds good if they would just remove the pimento from it. Well, you can probably ask for a honey pepper chicken sandwich with no <laughs> pimento. Here, I'm going to read more about it. Ready? I'm going to read slowly read so you can slowly visualize yourself, it. Okay. Yeah. It is a custom-made creamy pimento cheese, mild pickled jalapenos, served on a warm toasted bun, drizzled with sweet honey. Oh, yeah, that sounds good, doesn't it? I like... Mm. I know... Chefs sit in kitchens and create stuff all the time. But I'll tell like, you how this happened. It sounds like they started slapping some junk together. Uh, I'll tell you how this happened. Because pimento cheese slaps. No, okay? it doesn't. And somebody said, how come we've never had a sandwich with pimento cheese? We got all kinds of other cheese on it. Pepper Jack, cheddar, American, Swiss. How come nobody's ever put pimento cheese on a sandwich? And the geniuses at Chick-fil-A said, brilliant. What would go with pimento cheese? And then another guy said, I think honey pepper, bam, done. <laughs> this is going to be a hit. Now, they also released I don't want a new. vomit on my chicken sandwich, and that's what it, it, it reminds me of. Ugh. They also re released a new milkshake, the caramel crumble milkshake. Now, that sounds good. Creamy butterscotch caramel flavors with blondie crumbles on top. I got no problem with that either. Yeah, no problem. Let's see when this is coming out. The pimento out. shake also coming out soon by Chick-fil-A. Oh, gross. Uh, oh, that's see. gross. Yeah, a pimento milkshake is gross. <laughs> that's all it is anyway. You guys got to grow gross. up with your, oh, pimento cheese. Is, uh, <laughs> it's, it's delicious. It reminds me of uh, my grandma and my parents and one of the things that they make, the wiener salad. Just disgusting looking. I would never touch it. My whole life, they still always eat, get a meat grinder and ground up a bunch of wieners and mix stuff into it. And I don't know. I think pimento cheese is involved. I'm like, Aah. pimento cheese is kind of an old person food. I'm gonna admit to that. It is like that is kind of something that your elders would sit around and eat when you know when the teeth aren't working as good as they used to. But it is delicious. Uh, August 28th, Teej. So 10 days from now is when Chick-fil-A will start serving the honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich. Now, if I put out a radio poll on pimento cheese, delicious or not, what do you think wins? Huh. Who's in the majority here? I honestly don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people like it. I just can't stand the look of it or taste of it. Or smell of it, or anything about it. So, but you're getting a lot of love here on the text line so far. So, I think you would probably uh, be in the majority. Mm. 
Well, what are they oh, by the way, Brooklyn, but, you know, Brooklyn wait, wait would like them, us okay. to know, or to TJ, please tell Toby this is my first day of school. This is Brooklyn. It's Brooklyn's first day of school today, Toby. Hey, Brooklyn, have a good first day at school today. Yes. Brooklyn's a female, right? I would assume so, yeah. Does Brooklyn know Bronx? Because that would be a match made in heaven. Um, I'm not going to say too much, but I was about to say, is this the Brooklyn that my son knows? So I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But, yes, he does know Good luck today, Brooklyn. Good luck. It could be one of my former – I had a former student named Brooklyn who now is teaching, so I guess it could be Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe she's going to uh, teach today. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, whoever it is, good luck, Brooklyn, first day of school. All right, uh, break time. I want to hear what the people have to say out there when we come back. 719, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. We are about 15 minutes away from finding out who team number six is on the countdown today. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But this I is the T-Row in the Morning Show. Welcome like back. Punk, you know that's this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. Locally owned and operated out of Norman and Edmond. Also serving Shawnee, Yukon, Mustang, Piedmont, everybody, everywhere around the whole metro area. They're your local roofer, one-stop shop for customers looking for one contractor, 405-473-8028 or blackthunderroofing.com. Da-da-da-da-da. Thank you, Bob. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Mmm. A nice warm wiener salad washed down with a lukewarm pimento cheese shake. Puking emoji face. Stop it. <laughs> Pimento is the sandwich version of queso, says OU Mitchell. Okay. All right. Uh, Pimento cheese stuffed in a mini sweet pepper is an excellent pool snack. Mm. Okay. Uh, monster truck guy. Monster truck guy says. <laughs> Pimento cheese slaps me in all the right ways. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Jeff says, Toby, since you uh-huh. like pimento cheese, you should try a maple honey ham and pimento cheese. Is that a sandwich? Uh, Sounds like it, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> I like pimento cheese. I on- can't eat it, but I can't have it at the house. I'm not allowed to have pimento cheese at the house. So. Wife's a smart lady. No meatloaf, no pimento cheese. I'm against her on the meatloaf. I like pimento cheese on chicken with onion and a slice of cheese. That sounds good. What, a slice of cheese and pimento cheese? Uh, Double cheese? I like pimento cheese on chicken with onion and a slice of cheese, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Is pimento like cheese actually cheese? TJ, it's called pimento cheese. I'm just cheese. asking. I'm just asking. Is it a creamy cheese? What kind of cheese is it? It's a creamy cheese. That's huh. exactly what it is. Yeah. 
Toby could not be more wrong. No pimento, uh, no need for pimento cheese on anything. This texture says. All right. <laughs> Why'd you bring up the word slaps? A grilled pimento cheese sandwich slaps. You should try it. <laughs> that sandwich sounds wonderful. Yeah, it does. Pimento cheese on any kind of meat is delicious. Maybe somebody should have slapped him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, Jimbo. Jimbo slaps too. Time to switch it up. Time to switch up the morning show. It's TJ in the mornings. Yes. Are they trying to remove you because of the pimento cheese comment? It's I don't TJ's know. fault. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I am nothing without Toby, people. Please. No, I agree with that, too. Uh, yeah. I'm team pimento cheese with Toby. That's from Camo Sooner. All right. Brad in Bartlesville says that uh, tapioca, tapioca pudding texture is bad. Pimento cheese is delicious. Aren't they the same texture, basically? One is rice, and the other is, yeah. I don't know what the other one is. Yeah. My wife's, <laughs> my wife's pimento is so good, it'll make your tongue slap your eyeballs. <laughs> tongue slap your brains out is how that goes. Yeah. Joe from Guthrie says, my 50-year-old father loves pimento cheese. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm with, I'm with you. It is kind of a thing that older people like, I think. But I've liked it since I was a kid. Uh, Mike Evans. I'm an is old with me. soul. Yeah, he's with me. No pimento. Mike Evans. Who? Mike who is Evans. Mike Evans. Texting yeah. in. Uh, he's a wise guy. Yeah. He also uh, bathes in the swimming pool every day. So, <laughs> TJ, I'm with you. No pimento. He says uh, one vote for pimento cheese here. So you've had more uh, people. Pimento cheese. I'm thinking about putting this to a radio poll. <laughs> pimento cheese by itself is extra slappy. Not on a chicken sandwich though. <laughs> I've never tried it on. All I've ever, ha- I think all I've ever had it on is, is like Ritz crackers. But they have, like that's one of the staples at the Masters at Augusta National is pimento cheese sandwiches, which obviously I've never been there. But sounds good on a chicken sandwich. Sounds really good. Honey pepper chicken. I mean, it's Chick Fil A. They're not going to do it wrong, Teej. They were your number one pick in the chicken draft. My pleasure. Yeah, draft. I I'll be there on August 28th. Remind me. You know what? I'm putting it in my calendar right now. August 28th is a Monday. Oh, that's the first Venable show. Uh, let's see. Pimento. I'm putting it in to go get one. Pimento Chick-fil-A. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, there's a reason people start, uh, stopped listening to the other station. It's called their uh, Better Radio Hosts. Uh, I read that wrong. Uh, it's called Better Radio Host, meaning us. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture. Thank you, Dave. That one person he's been mad at, dot, 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 James Hill. I don't know if that's no. to you or to me. Me? No. Yeah. Huh? No, I get, I get along great with him. <laughs> uh, the way that I look at 50... And each year past it is that I've earned a year. That's from Triple L. Well, I mean, we don't live in the 1600s. I mean, lifespan is well beyond 50 now for human beings. Absolutely. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Toby, will the Longhorn Network end end when Oklahoma and Texas joins the SEC? If so... 
uh, will they roll talent studios and equipment into the SEC network? Yes. Yes. As I understand it, yes. Same for OU, I think, and Texas. In that, now, here's what I don't know for sure. So I think everything rolls into ESPN Plus slash SEC Network starting next year. Somebody, Potter or somebody out there, correct me if I'm wrong about any of this. Everything falls under one umbrella. Does OU content still get branded as Sooner Sports? Does Texas content still get branded as Longhorn Network? I don't know. But my understanding is there will no longer be a Longhorn Network and everything will now fall under the umbrella of SEC Network slash ESPN+. Does that make sense, Teach? Like, that's where you'll find everything. But when we're watching an OU soccer game or whatever on ESPN+, does it say SEC+, in the bottom, or does it say Sooner Network? I don't know that yet. But the Longhorn Network will go away. I thought I had heard it would say like SEC Network Plus or SEC Plus or... I think so. But I... I think we all just fall into the SEC family. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be wrong about that. Uh, Let's see And the talent uh, will will probably... It'll stay the same at OU. As far as I know, it'll stay the same at Texas. Like, who is it? Lowell Galindo, who does a lot of their home stuff for TV and the... uh, the guys who do the baseball, uh, the, the the former uh, major leaguers. Uh, uh, oh, man, Teej. I'm blanking on their names right now. Um, Roger Clemens? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> the former Cub. Uh, Moreland. Keith Moreland and the pitcher. Anyway, I think they'll keep doing Texas baseball games. As far as I know, talent remains the same. That doesn't mean the SEC network won't pick up some stuff and send Dari to town or something once in a while. I think right. we'll see more of that. Uh, me being an By the way, I heard from Dari last night. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Boy, you had a day yesterday. Good guy. Me being in a mosh pit with Teddy is like a Mini Cooper taking a freight train head on. It ain't ending well for me. Yeah. You and everybody else in the world. Uh, this All is- right, we need a break. Okay. 7.33... When we come back, the countdown hits number six on the T-Row in the Morning Show. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. How do I? They have great identity. They're national brands. You found somebody, haven't you? You wanted a force. Say it. Oklahoma State's not going to change what we do because Oklahoma chose to go to the SEC. They need to change what they do because they're the ones that made their mind up to go to the SEC. What is this? What's happening? What Robert is trying to say is that we are getting a divorce. Don't do this. No. No. I got to say, I could have called this one. No. Yeah. Is it our fault? Is it because we were bad? Please don't, Tyler. Please don't. All Oklahoma had to do was not go to the SEC. So it is what it is. And in Oklahoma's case, I think they were more of what I would call uh, the reluctant bride. 
it's financially, it's the only responsible thing to do. Uh, bottom line, we carried the league financially. Uh, us in Texas with TV money and whatnot. We accelerated Texas and OU withdrawal, which was a win-win for all parties. It's time for one last countdown and a final ride with the Big 12. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it sucked. We kicking this somebody. Uh, we kicking this thing off. Here we go, live from the Palace in Piedmont. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show, Top 25 Countdown, brought to you by Carter Jennings Law. Now with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. Thank you, T.J. Perry. Here we go, countdown time. Greg Swindell. Greg Swindell, thank you. We are, uh, we don't got many teams left. We're down to the top six. We unveiled team number six today. Let's remind you of the, what would that make that? 19 teams we have had so far on the countdown. We started almost four weeks ago at 25 with Texas Tech. Tyler Shuck at quarterback for them. 24, South Carolina with Spencer Rattler. 23, Drake May and North Carolina. Texas A&M was our 22nd ranked team. At 21, Arkansas's Razorbacks came in at number 21. K.J. Jefferson back to lead them this year. Kentucky, 20. Ole Miss, 19. Quinn Ewers in Texas Tech, 18. TCU at 17. We went out west for 16. Washington with Michael Penix Jr. back this year. They're a contender in the pack. Whatever. K-State 15, they are the defending Big 12 champions, by the way. 14, Oregon. 13, Sam Hartman and Notre Dame. Penn State came in at 12. At 11, one week ago today, it was the Oklahoma Sooners coming in at number 11. Teddy Lehman joined us on the show for that one. This week, USC 10, Utah 9, Clemson and yesterday at 7. Florida State was our 7th ranked team. The Seminoles open against LSU on that opening Sunday night of the season. That game will be played in Orlando, which brings us to today. The number 6 ranked team. In the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is... Tennessee Volunteers come in at number six. What a fight song. Josh Heupel and the boys. Contenders again this year after a fantastic 2022 in which they went 11-2. and Only losses at Georgia and then a late season shellacking at the hands of of Shane Beamer in South Carolina, but they bounced back to beat Clemson in the Orange Bowl pretty soundly. And uh, Tennessee, they are about as high in Rocky Top as they've been in a long time. 
coming into this season. Of course, the big question for them is at quarterback. Hendon Hooker was sensational for them a year ago, almost won him a Heisman Trophy. They will rely on Joe Milton. Man doesn't like ten, uh, stitches. Does not like Tennessee at all. Joe Milton at quarterback this year, the Michigan transfer who had a very good Orange Bowl, by the way, probably the guy that will take over at quarterback. They did have a highly heralded five star come in, but uh, the plan is for Milton to be the guy under center. Can he be as good as Hooker? Remains to be seen. He's got a lot of good weapons around him, wide receivers, Brew McCoy, Squirrel White, had a fantastic freshman year. At running back, Jabari Small, Jalen Wright, Dylan Sampson. You know how they want to play. Up-tempo, under-hypo. They put up 1,000 points a game, breakneck speed. Uh, the offensive line's a bit of a question mark. Got to replace a couple of their staples up there, but they've hit some guys in the transfer portal. They think they're going to be okay. Defensively, they made improvements from 2021 to 2022, but need to be better if they're actually going to contend for a national championship. That pass defense a year ago ranked 127th in the country. Now, part of that is they were really good against the run, so teams threw on them. Part of that is... They play so fast on offense that the opposing team gets a lot of plays for their defense. We are aware of that conundrum at Oklahoma. But that being said, they still have to be better, especially against the passing game defensively going into this season. Uh, Defensive back Tamarian McDonald could be a leader for them on defense. Pretty experienced up front with Tyler Barron and Roman Harrison. Uh, Amari Thomas... Potential all-SEC performer in the middle there, defensive tackle. I would say good, not great defensively. Great offensively. we got to see if Milton can do the job at QB, as good of a job as Hooker did, and a good, not great defense. Schedule, relatively friendly, as friendly as it could be, and you still have Alabama and Georgia. Uh, they open with Virginia in Nashville, then Austin P, then at Florida, which is always tricky for Tennessee. Now, Tennessee's better than Florida this year. They should win that game, but it is in the swamp. UTSA after that. They get South Carolina in Knoxville, and they get Texas A&M in Knoxville. They should be 6-0. and There's a couple of potential trip-ups there, but they should be 6-0 and when they go to Tuscaloosa on October 21st. That'll be one of the games of the year in the SEC. Tricky game after that, they could have a Crimson Tide hangover because the very next week they go on the road to Kentucky. Then UConn, Missouri, Georgia in Knoxville, and Vanderbilt. Um, TJ were 11-2 and two last year. If you don't give them Alabama or Georgia, that's 10-2 and two this year, which in the SEC puts you in the top 10 in the country. If they could pick off one of those games, they're in the hunt for the college football playoff. Uh, more likely to beat Georgia at home than win at Alabama. But they gave Bama, or they beat Bama last year, remember, in Knoxville. I have question marks about Milton. I think he's probably pretty good. I'm not sure he can be as good as Hendon Hooker was. Uh, 
a year ago. But this is a good team. they got a lot of confidence. They have a lot of momentum. They're going to start the year strong. I think they're probably going to take a whole bunch of, of uh, swagger down into Tuscaloosa with them. I don't know if they're going to win that game. But I think it's a 10-2 and two season, probably, for Tennessee. Maybe better if everything works out perfectly. Tennessee at six. Too high, too low, or just right. Their head coach smells like pimento cheese and much like pimento cheese. Overrated. Too high. They're at least a four-loss team this year. They come back down to earth a little bit, and uh, Tennessee is rated too high. It's TJ's fault. And you're T-Row in the morning show top how 25 did rankings. I, uh, how did I six. know that was coming? You I, did I, not uh, know what I was going to do, go, what, where I was going to go there. Uh, Four-loss team at least, if not five. Okay. All right. Well, you might be right. TJ says Tennessee. Still an excellent high. fight song, though. I'll give them credit for that. Yes, it is. Uh, Tennessee at number six, Bob Kessling. One of the longtime great voices of the SEC will join us live at 8.05 this morning to talk more volunteer football. Quick break. Back after this, 7.48 on a Friday. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KRF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. Black Thunder Roofing. They bring you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show, and they bring you the best service in the local area. They're your local roofer, a one-stop shop for customers looking for one contractor. They are Black Thunder Roofing, 405-473-8028 or blackthunderroofing.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. I volunteered once. It was a mistake. Texture says. I'm 53, have always loved pimento cheese. Toby made me so hungry for some. I just stopped and picked up a container of Price's original <laughs> pimento cheese on my way to work. <laughs> Feel bad that, for your co workers. Uh, we are shaping the minds. I love my Sooners, and they will always... I understand, by the way, speaking of that, I understand, yes. I won't say what the subject was, but I understand earlier this week we were talking about a subject that caused a an immediate meeting, meeting yes. to take place. Very bright, intelligent people started getting together and said, you know those two guys that are smarter than us? Mm-hmm. We should listen to them. Yeah. Or you. It was your idea. The power I of the credit. show. It was your idea. Power. We, we forced people to Actually, stop and buy pimento cheese both. and for high-powered meetings to take place. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> I love my Sooners. They will always be my number one choice. With that said, as a Tennessee alum, hearing a packed crowd in Neyland Stadium singing Rocky Top will always give me goosebumps. Huh. I don't blame you. That atmosphere is... Is incredible, and I cannot wait to go back. And, you know, I think it's two of the great, uh, Oklahoma and Tennessee, two of the great uh, home stadiums, home crowds in all of college football. 
You get the Boomer Sooner going, there's nothing like that. You get Rocky Top going, there's nothing like that. It also helped that we had a magical game that night. You know, if it had been a boring right. game, we wouldn't have remembered it as fondly. But double overtime, comeback, Sterling Shepard, Baker Mayfield. It was it was epic. Does pimento cheese taste the same as pimento olives? I've never had pimento olives, so I, I can't, I can't tell answer you that. that either. Yeah, I don't know. Um, as long as we can still listen to our awesome ref crew game day coverage on the otherwise lousy local FM station and mute the TV, we'll, all will be well. App, people. App, app, app. The KREF app. We're telling you now, if you wake up Monday morning and you turn on a certain frequency and you say, what's up with that? What's up with that? Remember, we told you, the KREF app, the ref app. You can search both in the app store, KREF TJ, app or the can- ref app. Where can they hear us on the KREF app? On the app. What, but where, where, like, how far does that reach? The world. The universe. If you no, can get a phone, that. if you can get a phone signal, mm-hmm. you can listen to the ref on the ref app. I don't think it goes Our beyond Our doors do Earth. not shut tonight at 6 p.m. Despite what some are reporting out there, <laughs> we will be here Monday morning. <laughs> They're going away. Closing, nobody, shut nobody, down. nobody listens to them. They weren't oh. here before that radio signal, and they won't oh, be here no, after. No, uh, all those millions of listeners, they're just bots. Uh, I'm, list- I'm looking at the map right now. we got a listener in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, right now, TJ. Hey, look at this. Did you leave a family member behind? We got a, oh, someone listening in Anchorage, Alaska right now. I did not, but they were yelling at me. They were yelling at me while we passed by on a cruise ship, actually. We let's didn't go anywhere near Anchorage. Uh, Blackfoot, Idaho. Uh, what's this one? Farmington, New Mexico. I mean, it's just blue dots all over the United States. I'll click on this one. Bristol, Rhode Island. This one says Fort Mill, South Carolina. This one says uh, Sarasota, Florida. Oh, here's one down here. Yep, uh, Whoever's in Cancun is still in Cancun. Uh, Iowa, uh, all over the United States and beyond. They are listening right now. This is not cumulative over the last year, okay? This is right now, all over the world. They are listening to the T-Row in the Morning Show on the KREF app. You get it as well. Top of the hour, we're talking to Bob Kessling, voice of the Vols, next.